0: Good afternoon and welcome to episode 6 of Coaching Cars Getting Coffee. I'm delighted to be making our digital debut with none other than Russell Earnshaw. Um, today we're going to be talking about game design in coaching. Um, but before we crack on to today's topic, Rusty, do you want to give yourself a bit of an introduction? I'm sure a lot of people know you are. And just a little bit on uh, how we met and why we're doing this podcast.
1: Um, yeah, cool. Uh, di- digital debut, You excited about that. I am Russell Earnshaw. I was born in Middlesbrough in 1975. Uh, I went to school and then university and then (laughs) played a bit of rugby, done a bit of coaching, uh, do a bit of coach development now. Uh, I work alongside John Fletcher and the Magic Stig with Magic Academy across lots of organisations, one of which is British Hockey. So I do a bit of coach development across numerous uh, areas and um, pretty cool people to work with um, and one of the people I met was you so mm-hmm. I think we probably met up at Shaw if I'm right That's
0: right, yeah Tobitown and some next stuff
1: uh, And you came across as very curious and interested and <clears throat> we just chewed the fat around coaching and the rest is history
0: Yeah, perfect So uh, as we got talking around various things Coach and I had a couple of questions I saw this thing popping up on Twitter that you and some of the guys that you work with are engaging with the stuff around video game design and those principles in coaching and you were good enough to invite me along to a day at Magdalen College in Oxford which was predominantly rugby but I, I had disguised myself pretty well um, but yeah the opportunity for you to talk on this podcast about what those what those principles are uh, where this body of work comes from and and how it's making an impact in your coaching world.
1: Yeah and, it, and I must add it's it's made a significant impact and you definitely did a good job of pretending you were a coach. Uh, some of the kids were blissfully unaware whilst you were coaching. Um, yeah, look, it's, I mean, obviously, uh, I connected with Amy Price a long time ago. She was doing some real interesting work on this. She came up and did a conference for us, and I was fortunate enough to be coached by her. I thought it was pretty cool. It had a big impact on me. Uh, we did a podcast with her. She's subsequently... Released some some good material, some stuff she did with the ECB and and some of her papers around video game design. And uh, although I've been calling it gamification, Amy's told me she's cool with that. However, I get that people get quite nerdy around words, but uh, I can I can live with that. So yeah, it's I mean <clears throat> it's down to Amy really. And you came along to one of our events at Modeling, which is a pretty cool school, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were probably, that was, I think that was the last week. We've been doing it for five weeks, mm-hmm. every day. So exploring it with other coaches, trying to make sense with ourselves, working out what, you know, what was, what was would have felt authentic for us while we were coaching. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been amazing, really. So we've just really looked at Amy's work, the five principles. We've given it to coaches and gone, look, go and explore it, see what, what the implications are.
0: Yeah, so um, some pretty cool examples that I've come across recently. We both got an email from a colleague in hockey, James Bateman, who put together his session for his performance centers. You were on that thread where he did his attacking circle entry game and had his big picture of Ace Ventura and his different levels and ways of winning, different ways of winning and and getting success. And just, um, we can share that session actually in the links after, but I'm sure James won't mind. But just for people that might be 100% new to, what are... The Cs, the principles, or the the guiding, <coughs> the guiding things within this game design, which make, gives players real ownership over what they're doing, what's going on around them.
1: Yeah, cool. So first one would be mission. So let's have a you know let's establish a mission. Um, might be a secret mission. Uh, for me, I take that as you know what's the what's the theme or what's the principles that you're looking to develop. So that might be, for example, with with younger kids, that might be developing the ability to pass. Um, mm-hmm. And with older kids in rugby, it might be some stuff around decision making and the breakdown. But having a mission um, would be the first thing. Second thing would be ability to have levels up. So mm-hmm. that for me would look a little bit at possibly a little bit like video games. You get some early success that probably makes you quite happy and think, you know, actually gives you a bit of competency and mm-hmm. I could be quite good at this. Um, you then can use that also to differentiate. So for example, people don't have to be on the same level. Um, I've translated a bit into the classroom with the help of some kids and they've, they've found that really useful in the classroom. They actually spoke about things like, <clears throat> if I was on level five in the maths classroom, I could move up to level six by helping out someone else on another level, right. which for me is pretty cool. So missions, level ups, uh, next thing would be superpowers. So actually, if you think of like computer games, if you 're if you're at the back on Mario Kart, then something happens you know yeah, you, get, you'
0: get a rocket yeah. you
1: get a rocket or a mushroom or whatever <laughs> it is, and it makes you go quicker and you stay engaged. So I see superpowers really as allowing people who wouldn't necessarily be able to access the game, the ability to access the game, so right. people who are rubbish at computer games like me might get given a sprinkling of superpowers. <laughs> Now, that might be a kid in rugby or hockey that, that can't be tackled for a period of time that just gives them some space. Uh, I also see it as ways of challenging people who are currently, you know, doing pretty well. So, mm-hmm. superpower for me could also be a, a stretch challenge as well. Yeah. Uh, the next one, which has probably been, had the biggest impact on me, uh, which is the C's you refer to is pause. So, the ability to pause. So, Kids can pause a game and they can ask for one of the four C's, although we've added a fifth, uh, which is they can ask for a challenge. So actually we're finding this relatively easy. Could you say as a challenge coach, um, they could ask for a cheat. So actually, can we find a way of, of making it easier for us or perhaps harder for the opposition? They could ask to change it so they could say, actually, Rusty, we feel like the pitch needs to be a bit wider or narrower or we need to do this we need to add another goal or whatever it might be um they could ask for a clue so it might be that they come to the coach and say look um could you give us a clue to help us solve this mission uh and we added five celebrate so actually we we wanted them to pause to celebrate good stuff other people did uh and amy's given me a a virtual high five for that so I'm, I'm taking it
0: so you're taking the fifth one
1: I'm taking the fifth one yeah and then the last one was saving progress so in a computer game you, you don't go back to level one so as we often see in coaching sessions you don't get all the way up to you know a, a game at the end and then go back to, to zero in the maths lesson we don't do differential equations then start doing one plus one equals two so mm-hmm. you save progress and I've <clears throat> some of the Stuff we've translated that as has been banking. So we might yeah. have a try in rugby, and it's worth five points. The next try, if we turn and burn, will be worth an extra ten, but we would lose the five. So we actually start to introduce some, some thinking, some decision making around <clears throat> what's the score in the game? Do we need the points? What does the defence look like? You know, just some stuff to help help them become better at decision making.
0: So the day I was there at Magdalen, they were a good, a good group of lads but, um, and they, they were very engaged there. It was a noisy pitch, probably, most probably anyway, in their normal training environment. They'd be happy to talk, happy to give each other feedback. But what is the impact that you've seen on pitches when you've been trying this and the coaches that you've interacted with on your uh, roadshow stuff for the RFU? What's the, the feedback been like? What are the differences in the, in the players being, that you've seen firsthand?
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, it was a ridiculous group. They were okay.
0: So yeah, I mean, really good lads. It was blowing my mind. Yeah. However,
1: yeah. I mean, I've I've done a session that's been that complex with ten-year-old uh, kids, and it's had similar reaction. Uh, what have I noticed? Top things: kids love pauses. So I've asked every kid, "Would you pause lessons if you could?" And and actually, someone said to me the other day, "I do pause lessons. I asked to go to the toilet tonight. I pretend I'm going to the toilet and I go and walk around for two minutes and, and I de-stress, which mm-hmm. is pretty powerful. Um, so the pauses, the fact that the kids call pauses, they understand it, they start to think metacognitively has been a big impact for me. And the reality is, I probably look back on my previous 20 years and go, <clears throat> I've been missing that from my coach. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is probably the coaches have had to understand there's some slightly different skills and one of the things we would often do with coaches as coach developers is, is just get coaches to write down, like on this piece of paper, what are you thinking? What are you feeling during the session? And we had a really good one at Caterham where the coach had set out the mission and, and wasn't intervening. And just the, the entries went something like, um, oh, my God, this is messy. Did they listen to a word we said? Do they even understand it? I really want to intervene. Oh, wow, that was a good pause. And so actually what we ended up with was a coach who'd almost written down them, how they were thinking, how they were feeling. And then as the kids started to solve it and make sense of it and actually take it into their own direction and, and own it and take responsibility, the coach actually going, okay, that was, that was pretty interesting. So what it's also um, for me highlighted is the fact that coaches might need some other skills. And probably yeah. one of those skills is, the ability to step back, to be a little less emotional, to notice, to observe, to to nudge, to to prompt where necessary. Do you, do you think yeah. those might be helpful? Type stuff. Um, that can
0: be outside a few comfort zones, right? For it depends on the coach, but that can be outside of someone's way of working their traditional comfort zone. Seeding a little bit of that. I'm doing air quotes, but control like that can be challenging for some coaches. So what would if someone's listening to this and seeing your stuff and seeing Amy's stuff, and they're keen to apply it, and they're looking at the internet and they're going, "I'm going to give this a go in the coming season," but they're unsure, what advice would you give someone if it would, if it is, if it does feel like a big step to do this stuff, other than just give it a go? Yeah, cool. It's it's a
1: great question. Uh, definitely look at some of Amy's literature. I'll share it with you. Um, be more intentional around co-coaching. So the session you watched was was brilliant from a co-coaching point of view because. Yeah. Once again, they weren 't necessarily on the same page, and we wouldn 't have expected them to because they had about ten minutes to plan it. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- just try it don 't take it as everything it 's just part of coaching. Um, maybe play around with some aspects of it, so I can definitely say the stuff that 's landed with me has been the ability to 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 nudge uh, people around them, owning pauses and to use banking as a way of getting kids to, to think more about decision-making. I think I would probably do the levels pretty well anyway and I would do the superpowers, but don't try and do everything in one go. Yeah. Just yes. think about what it is you're coaching and, and how this might this might help it and, and maybe just add in some of the little bits of it.
0: Perfect. So to, for us to stick true to our format, I think we're going to call it a wrap there, but just coming out with this, we'll, I'll share james bateman's hockey session i'm sure you want mine is attacking circle entry one which is really good lots of levels lots of ways of winning um ways of having superpowers and there's a cheat there's a challenge there's a clue there's all that sort of stuff so real good example for hockey and non-hockey coaches rust if you've got the stuff to amy's research and things that she's put out and even her twitter page and stuff like that because it's very much uh, came from from her stuff that'd be cool and anything else we'll throw up as a link under the podcast um and of course we'll link the Magic Academy podcast as well. If by some weird, bizarre way someone's heard of us and not you, then they'll have us, they'll have your stuff as well. But it's been great talking to you, mate. Thanks for giving up your time on a on a Sunday can I afternoon. Give you
1: one more story. Apologies.
0: Yeah, mate. of course you can. Yeah, There's, go on.
1: I heard a story at a school where a girl went sitting in for her IB exam and they gave her an exam paper and two hours later the vigilator came round and said um, you haven't written anything and she said you've given me the wrong paper and it's that type of thing that this changes for me this this allows them to be in control this allows them to call the pauses um i think kids need it i think it's a mental health issue as well as well as the coaching so uh, yeah i just hope coaches can go and explore it appreciate you giving me the time to to chat about it and uh, keep rocking it mate
0: yeah great stuff thanks for your time rusty Cheers, dude. Cheers.